There's a lot of money in tech. We'll, we'll like cut out the specifics of how much. Guess they- what? I don't want to spread bad investment advice, but there's a lot of Benjamins to be made in the tech sector. <laughs> <laughs> I've that, heard a lot of things, Ted. That's, uh, that's, tech. that's where we have to start things. <laughs> yeah, that's where we'll start. That, that's going to be the starting point. <laughs> I'm going to start with you. Nothing before. I'm going to start with you saying, cut that out. Cut that part <laughs> out. And, and people are going to be like, do they have a hot tech tip? A hot tech stock? That, well, okay, basically, We're here's insider what trading. I should, just, I should just tell people they're going to put opera on TV or whatever. <laughs> what, was the, what was the thing that George made a lot of money on? Hang on, let's go look it up. <laughs> I don't even remember. Do you know what episode that was? Uh... It was a bit ago. <laughs> well, remember, Kramer had the idea for uh, Me Undies. No, that was George, too. He wanted was it George? 300 and, um, 365, 365 pairs, pairs of, of underwear. underwear. And Meundy yeah. sold one of those. Yeah. The stock tip was the season finale of season one. Oh, okay. Yep. Do yeah. you remember what George said? No. How did uh, I not? No. Now, this was back when my notes were one page. Yeah. How did I do that? I don't even know. You want me to try and find it? I it wrote was... down check, stand up, diner, window booths, Superman. Do you remember what episode overall it was? I think it was episode five, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Supermarket movies. How did I do this? Now my notes, I, if I go five pages, I'm like, oh, good, I didn't take a lot of notes. I, I opened up my notes for uh, for the stock tip, and it, it defaults to the last page, because that's the last page I was yeah. on. And in big, bold text, I wrote, this episode sucked. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't even remember that. This is where we got it. It's a Hyundai. I wrote down apartment cat, peeping um, Kramer. I have no idea what any of this means. Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. Televising opera. Yeah. Yeah. So they have, a, they, have a, they have a new way to televise opera. I thought that was it. I guess. And yeah. maybe, I forget what we attributed that to. We're like, maybe this is kind of like YouTube or whatever. I know George's stock guy, Wilkinson, was in the hospital, apparently. Was this the one? Oh, yeah. The dry cleaning. Yeah. That was. What about dry? Is that what it was? Uh, it was, it was that what the, the stock was? It was a dry cleaning thing? Maybe. No, George's stock idea was televising opera, but Jerry was dealing with something with dry cleaning. Oh, this is where we got... It's a Hyundai! It's a Hyundai, right. Yeah, yeah. it's a Hyundai. Yeah, he made $8,000. Yeah. That's right. Nice um, poll from season one. Wow. And I'm also looking... I just happened to come across something else. Hang on a second. Okay. All right. Let me write this down in my notes because... <laughs> Your today notes. Yeah, my today notes because... Okay. I should. Well, now I just lost. Is it the place. like about something you wanted to bring? It up is. It, today? It's, it's something that came up in a previous episode. And most of the time, we're like, "Where did that come up before?" And uh, now, well, now we'll be able to know. Okay. All right. Welcome to No Hugging, No Learning. <laughs> it's a show about one thing: diving back into our back catalog <laughs> and just leaving riveting dead air, and also watching Seinfeld for the first time. And tech stock tips that are locked. <laughs> Hot tech stock tips. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> My Jim Cramer button. I have to make the sound myself because we don't actually have buttons. <laughs> oh, I'm Tim Murphy. And I'm Ted Hollowell. <laughs> Jesus. I'm Jim Cramer. What am I thinking? Uh, I'm Jim Cramer. <laughs> oh, God. This is... Uh... Today we're going to be talking about the airport, which is season four, episode 11. This is going to be a weird one, isn't it? Obviously, yeah. The Friday <laughs> afternoon ones always are. Which, by the way, at the last... the At the end end of last episode i was getting like dizzy and loopy because i hadn't eaten all day long that's and it was right. already like 1 30 and i had just had like a bunch of water and that's basically <laughs> it all day and i was getting dizzy and i had to leave soon and so it was a weird end of the episode well it felt weird to me i don't think it sounded weird but if it did that's why yeah um did we have any homework from the last episode do we want to get right back into that i had some stuff that um amazingly enough you know aaron uh, uh thankfully aaron moops uh, was our guest for the last episode and helped us out with a lot of that stuff. He did a lot of research ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, but there was some stuff that I wanted to mention from previous episodes that hadn't. First, uh, we were curious about Glamour magazine. Glamour was a women's magazine established by Condé Nast Publications, founded in 1939 and first published in April of that year in the U.S. And it was originally called originally called Glamour of Hollywood. Ooh, uh, and okay. then in August, they dropped Of Hollywood. Of 1943. They, and just the Facebooked it. it. Yeah, yeah. And just <laughs> change it to Glamour Ooh. with the subtitle For the Girl with the Job. Glamour. <laughs> for the Girl with the Job. For the Girl with the Job. <laughs> yeah, with <laughs> the job. What is the job? Um, and in November of 2018, sorry, November of 2018, <laughs> Glamour announced its print edition would cease oh. with its January 2019 issue. Is in it order digital to focus only? on its digital presence, Ooh, yeah. So going the way a smart. lot of magazines really, do these I mean, days, yeah. It's smart. Why spend the printing money? Yeah, yeah. just re- online articles. That's fine. You still got the yeah, name. You, you don't even need to do like a digital, like full magazine. You can yeah. just do articles. Yes, 
Exactly, and put them up anytime you want, yeah. and still people will. That's the yeah. future. That's it, right there. I, I mean, it's not even the future. That's the present. That's, yeah, that's the like many years ago. That's yeah. the past. Yeah, yeah, that's the past right now. <laughs> if you, yeah, like I said, they did that January of 2019, but they had an older that's true. audience. They that's weren't like true. the Cosmo audience. They we are. Mentioned they that, are for the women, for the girl with for the job. The girl with the job. <laughs> um, another, Fuck you, unemployed girls. <laughs> another um, uh, interesting thing about the contest was. The episode was watched by an average of 13% of households, and 19% of all televisions were tuned to the episode when it was broadcast. And so, approximately 18.5 million people watched the episode. Hmm. Yeah, when it was first broadcast. The repeat of the episode gave Seinfeld its highest ratings up till that point. So the repeat got higher ratings. The repeat did better? Yeah, because when people heard it, they were like... You got to like the That's contest insane. changed the game. It was a turning point for Seinfeld. Oh my God. It was a turning point for sitcoms, but it was a turning point for Seinfeld where the word of mouth was so good when NBC reran it, it got better ratings. 30% of all households were tuned to the TV. 30% of all TVs were watching that episode when it re aired. Jesus. As opposed to just 19%, which is amazing numbers anyway. <laughs> but get this it only got 31 complaints from viewers. NBC wow. only had 31 FCC complaints, I guess, <laughs> uh, from viewers. I, I just thought of uh, the old like Family Guy bit where it, it was like some someone like unzipped his pants like during the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, like, yeah. We got six complaints. And as you know, one complaint equals one billion people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So six. Six billion people were offended by that's this. That's the way people. That's the way the suits look at it. Definitely. <laughs> so thirty bill, thirty-two billion people were offended by this. Let alone, there's only like five billion people in the world yeah. at the time. Yeah, um, it, it's the it's all the aliens. This is the second Seinfeld episode to feature Elaine's fondness for the Kennedy family. The first being the baby shower. But you and I were confident that there was at least one other mention of the Kennedys. Yeah, somewhere. I when it was. So this was the second that had to do with Elaine's fondness, uh, and so. But we, we know there's at least another Kennedy mentioned somewhere else. Um, I did want to mention, too, I think, yeah, this was from the contest. 10K Thirst Quencher was a yeah. sports drink that competed with Gatorade, Powerade, and other sports drink bands, brands. Um, and it was it's owned by Suntory, a Japanese conglomerate. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. which I believe also, the only reason I know that <laughs> name is from Lost in Translation. That's the whiskey that... Uh, oh, Bill Murray is doing commercials right. for it's Suntory time. Uh, I don't know if that's the, the, if that's the same company or not, but it was marketed in the U.S. with the slogan "Really, really good stuff." Wow, yeah, that's that's a very '90s marketing slogan. Yeah, yeah. Um, and ad, get this, come and get your stuff. It really, really good stuff. An ad circa 1994 promoted a chance for viewers to look under the cap and win a trip to Nickelodeon Studios in Orlando, Florida. Hell yeah, which is no more. No, and it's a boring like warehouse blue and now. white. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's and attend a taping of Nickelodeon Guts. Oh, what? That's complete so cool. with a chance to climb the aggro crag. Yes, and maybe that's why 10K was so ingrained in my brain because I was a huge Guts fan as a kid. <laughs> um, of course, the, from yesteryear, the great. Mike O'Malley yes. uh, was the host oh of that. God. Runners up received various other Guts merchandise. So maybe even I, I chugged some 10K to try to win some sweet Guts merchandise. And the drink seems to have disappeared from uh, existence around 2002, apparently. I never knew Mike O'Malley hosted Guts. Oh, really? Uh, I, I think like I, I never like really paid much attention to the host. Because yeah. I, I know Mike O'Malley from yesteryear. Yes, yeah. I, I pointed <laughs> that out. But like if I were to go back and watch Guts now, I'd probably be like, oh, Good lord, he's so much younger. I, you know, I he always was bald. I think I don't remember. Was him he with really? Hair. Okay. I think so. Yeah, but maybe I'm just maybe Yestier has just taken over my image of him. Maybe, but I would love to do age math and see how old he was. Like maybe he was like in his 30s doing <laughs> that probably or tracks. 20s. Yeah, like maybe late 20s? In his 20s. But I didn't pay much attention to Michael Malley either because I was in love with Mo. <laughs> the uh, the on field yeah. referee. Yeah. Was, oh my gosh! Let's go to Mo. Uh, we're, we're, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Those were th- those were the words that that were in my dreams every night. Let's go to Mo <laughs> 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 uh, on the field. Um, and I do. I did want to mention this because we hadn't done much uh, follow up work on the Virgin, but it, the Virgin was written by Peter Melman and co written by the Farrelly brothers. Hmm. I had no idea. I didn't even see them mentioned or anything, but no. maybe Melman got credit. But the Farrelly brothers, who, of course, went on to do write and direct Dumb and Dumber, There's Something About Mary, Shallow Hal, and more. Uh, I did not know they had a connection to the Seinfeld universe, but there it is. Yeah. Huh. All right. I know. Pretty crazy. Uh, so that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, I got one thing. We got yeah. uh, we got a nice uh, troll Reddit comment. I like uh, that. Yeah. yeah. Did you see oh it? Oh, my God. Uh, well, typically, I, I post up our episode threads in our Seinfeld, uh, typically every Monday morning. Yeah. And someone uh, comments, we get it. You got a podcast. 
Please stop spamming. Sp- oh, posting it once is spamming. Yeah, it, it, it says, if it's worth listening to, then let an outside party post that we should give it a try. The old and Reddit rule, by the way, which we have brought up, like, we should be posting this as, my dad's, my gay dad's have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they don't think it's any good and they're going to quit. What do you think, Reddit? <laughs> we'll be number one on all. Oh, yeah, for sure. Before the end of the day. But if you post it <laughs> we, yourself, we, God we gotta, forbid. We got to go for sympathy. Yeah, yeah. Sympathy karma. God uh, forbid. No, I, I replied back to him. I, yeah. I'm. I'd hardly call posting once a week <laughs> spamming, but you do you, fam. Yeah. And actually, user DSOC, who has written into us before, coming in the clutch, yeah. saying, well, this is a Seinfeld subreddit, and they produce an insightful and high-quality podcast. I really don't see the issue. Give it a listen. Thank you. Thank you, outside party. <laughs> Th- yeah, thank you, outside party. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So I, I, I like that, too. A little bit of, uh, a little uh, bit of motion there. Whatever. <laughs> um, all right. Should we talk about the airport? How, how dare oh. how dare we infringe on this show that people love? We get it. Uh, we get it. You got a podcast. <laughs> we'll have you know, sometimes we get eight upvotes, okay? <laughs> Thank you. We've gotten as high as 11, Whoa. I think. Yeah, when the new men take the day off, that's when we get 11 upvotes. So, thank you. <laughs> uh, did, anything else? Did we have any other homework? No. Okay. Uh, before we uh, before we get into things, um, uh, if the contest was the first time you listened to us, thanks for sticking around. Thanks for checking us out. We are back to our normal sound now. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, last episode, <laughs> it's... It's uh, where we our satellite studio. It's yes. where we need to record our episodes if we need if we have a guest mm. on. It's all right, um, but the, the the microphone that I was on is very iffy. Yeah, um, it it cuts out like the the upper level of my voice, like the bottom <laughs> level of my flat. voice. It, it makes it sound like I'm on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard actual podcasts where someone is calling in on Skype to two people in a studio and those sound better than our yeah. episode of the contest <laughs> uh but th- thank you seriously for sticking around um we're not a research heavy show uh, i'm watching these episodes for the first time tim is watching these episodes for the first time in chronological order after being a lifelong fan uh if you if we skip over something if we egregiously miss something please send us an email send us a tweet no hugging no learning show at gmail.com or at no hugging and if you listen to the full thing you like what you hear it gives a five-star rating and a written review on apple podcasts and we will send you a no hugging no learning sticker that being said season four episode 11 the airport original air date november 25th 1992 i was negative 25 days old we're under we the are month. under the month there it is and if you're looking at TV Guide that night, I just had to like like swallow my spit because <laughs> you're excited because it was building up. <laughs> uh, if you're looking at TV Guide that night, you're gonna see on a flight Jerry meets a beauty while Elaine sits next to a smelly guy. <laughs> that I, I, spoiler yeah. alert that never comes up. <laughs> it doesn't. It that never really comes doesn't. Up. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I remembered that. I, from... I, I wrote it at the beginning, yeah. watched the episode, and then thought about it again. I'm like. Wait, what, what did he smell like? Yeah, it, we just it, just, it never comes there up. There is a smelly guy, but Elaine's not sell- sitting next to him. Uh, but we'll get to that, we'll get to that. All right, we start with a stand-up bit, and it's this started, this is a, they had me in the first half, but... The, but This uh, didn't happen part. at all. Well, no, but... Jerry I, just says, everything in planes is very tiny. Yeah. Canned laughter, next scene. Well... <laughs> I, I mean, that's essentially what it is. Yeah, it is, because everything's tiny on planes, and he starts with all the physical stuff. Tiny bottles, tiny blankets, tiny pillows, tiny... And I'm like, well, that's not funny. But then he sort of extends it to it's also about the time. It's going to be a bit longer. We're going to have to wait a little bit. We're going to and and delays and things like that. And so he he extends it a little bit. Not anything enjoyable. It does set it up to like, oh, he was on a plane and you know back to the whole purpose of the show. Like where do celebrities or where do stand-ups get their yeah. material? You know, oh, this is going to be all about airports and airplanes. <laughs> so it does set us up, and it's not too funny, and it's just as long as it needs to be. And and I do like that he didn't leave it because when it was just like. Well, yeah, everything's small. You're on an airplane. Space is at a premium. Yeah, they can't. Of course, the bathroom's going to be full small. Size everything. Yeah, yeah. Of course, everything physical is going. But then he's yeah, right. You, like, you want a 200 square foot bathroom on an airplane? Yeah. But then, of course, you know, I did like that he extended it to. It's going to be a bit longer. We're just we just need a little. There's going to be a small delay. So I'm like, okay, everything is small, even not the non-physical yeah. stuff. I get it. Like, uh, so then we open with a very quick shot of a sign. 
Like they can only pay for one second of the sign, <laughs> maybe even like half a second. It was there and then it was gone. Lambert, yeah. St. Louis Airport, yeah. is what we see. And Elaine is humming the theme song. Did you catch that? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I noticed she was scatting, but I didn't yeah. know she was doing the theme song because the theme song cuts out a little early, and it's Elaine going. I totally didn't notice that. I want to go back and listen to that now. By the way, I did just because I knew I'd be curious later. I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and look up. Lambert St. Louis Airport is now called. St. Louis Lambert International Airport. Yeah. Why? I don't know why, <laughs> why they did they switch them? I know. But it is the largest and busiest airport in Missouri. Interesting. So this is the one okay. you're going to go to. There is another airport in St. Louis that carries a little bit of the uh, overflow, but this oh. is the biggest and busiest in Missouri. Okay. Uh, yeah, he is scatting in the car, and uh, Jerry is driving, and... The, you know, this starts just sort of like some fun, friendly banter. You know, he tells her to stop doing it. Then he's uh, very hot, roll the window down. She's like, why don't you just take your jacket off? And so he does. Well, it tells her to grab the wheel, which yeah. is another thing I hate when people make me do. Really? I can't drive from the passenger <laughs> side. I always pull. You just got to keep the wheel over. steady. Yeah. Just I'll, keep the wheel steady. I'll, it's okay. I'll pull it into the next lane just by. <laughs> I'm like, well, I should be over here. You know, it's very weird. I remember driving. Uh, Sarah and I honeymooned in Ireland. And. Uh-huh. They have the car. Oh, they, God, oh that's my! Right. That's a learning curve, Ted. Oh, Let me tell no. you, it's yeah. I was I was brushing <laughs> because I did had you the, did you ding the re- the rental to n- scratch it up? I probably did, but only on like some bushes. Like I would get very, I would be very <laughs> iffy about hitting that side of the, it's. It's very weird. Yeah, I, I was overcorrecting on one side mm-hmm. because I thought I was too far over. Because when you're on, when you're on this side, it's very weird. It's very weird. Uh, but so I did that a couple times. So that's the way I do it when I. Have to grab the wheel. Yeah. Um, Jerry's saying uh, the window doesn't work. The yeah. radio doesn't work. It smells, the car smells like a cheap hooker. <laughs> and then he looks at Elaine. He's like, unless that's you. <laughs> and she goes, give me 10 bucks and you'll find out. Oh, uh, this is the first huge laugh for me of the, I love, I love that exchange there uh, of the episode. And Elaine got a ticket to St. Louis with Jerry. We find out mm-hmm. Jerry did his gig. Elaine got to see her. Sister? I, <laughs> sure, man. Family uh, members appear and disappear for for the cast for, for, when for we the, need for them. For the sake of the yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like uh, her, her sister, <laughs> did she come up at all when her dad was in town? I, I don't think so. You figure that would have. Again, I, I, I was wondering <laughs> well, if this was the first Where's her dad from? Do you remember? Baltimore. Baltimore. I think her dad okay. lives in Baltimore. That's yeah. right. And Elaine is from Baltimore. And her sister's in St. Louis. What? Sure, man. Yeah, Why fine. not? Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I liked how... There's kind of like this whole plot to an episode that never happened in that George lost a bet and is picking them up from the airport because he bet Jerry that he could jump and touch the awning because his uh, vertical leap was so great. And then he misses it wildly (laughs) and is just flailing his arms. And the bet was for 50 bucks. Yeah, the bet was for 50 bucks. Uh, and what Jerry says, like, instead of paying him, he could just pick him up from the airport yeah. on their way back. Which is a big deal, as yeah, we've heard. Absolutely. This is a huge, like, uh, it's it's a big step in any friendship. Like, if you do this for somebody, we already know in the Seinfeld universe, it means the world. So uh, George agrees to it. And so then we, he's like, I've timed it out perfectly. We're going to get there right on time. Uh, drop off the rental car, then pull up at the gate. Well, they get to the AI international rental car. And then the next shot we basically see is them running after the <laughs> shuttle to the airport. So how did they get to the airport? Did they catch a cab or something? Either that or they had to wait for the next (laughs) shuttle, I'm guessing. You know, like the guy went and he doesn't have anybody in the shuttle, which is hilarious, but he will not wait for them. And he's (laughs) laughing about it, too. So you just see him yell, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And then chuckles about it. And so my guess is either they there may be a way to walk to the terminal from the from the rental car place or just wait for the next shuttle. 15 minutes, probably every 15 minutes or something like that. That's my experience with rental car shuttles. Uh, They drop the bags with the sky cap, which is something. I never do. Yeah, this seems wildly inaccurate because because they're just checking their bags like outside, just handing them That's to a guy. That's what rich people do. If you're rich enough, you can. You you're don't have to go bag, to the counter. No, no, really. Yeah, the sky cap will do it for you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I've, okay, well, because we never, we can't afford yeah, that. Time. I, I'm not of that class. Are <laughs> no, you kidding no. me? But Jerry, we, we do know. a podcast. Yeah. We work in radio, yeah. all right? We're not, yeah, we're not <laughs> Skycap people. I've never been Skycap people. I didn't even know that was a thing. I know, I know, yeah. It's, it's for the elite. Oh, um, God. And so they drop their bags with the Skycap, and 
Jerry's like, oh, you have some bills I need to, you know, you do need to yeah, tip the guy. Yeah, he's wondering how much That's to tip. I don't even think it actually costs anything extra. I think you just have to tip. And I'm what? like, can't afford the tip. Sorry. Oh, yeah, man. I don't want to tip. Yeah. And and this is 1992 prices, but the guy says that he typically gets $5 a bag. Yeah, because Jerry's like, I'm going to give him 10 bucks for three bags. And Elaine thinks that's high. She thinks $5 is enough. But yeah. The, the sky cap's I th- I like. I think 10 would have been, like, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Five, five a bag seems, seems steep. And like I said, that's $1992. <laughs> yeah. So now you're probably thinking, like, Okay, I even I def- Jerry's. I definitely need it. to give him like a twenty for like if it's just two bags. Yeah, and Jerry's even shocked by that. And we know Jerry's a heavy tipper from the housekeeping. That's right. Thing at yeah. the beginning of the season, the housekeeping conversation, and so. Elaine's offended by five dollars a bag. She thinks she's, he's trying to take advantage of them. Yeah, um, and she's like, "You're lucky we don't report you." Yeah, yeah. And then the skycap's like, "All right, JFK," and then takes Elaine's bag and goes, "And Honolulu," <laughs> and throws it to the side. And then they're running to try to make the gate, and Jerry's like, "This is why you don't be late to a plane with a girl because they run like a girl with yeah, their I, little I, steps." I, I really like Jerry's <laughs> delivery here. He's like, "Run like a man, get your knees up!" Yeah, yeah. He just yells it. Another like you'll see this clip. In in Seinfeld best of montages to really? him running with his uh, exaggerating getting his knees up yeah running like that uh, at the ticket counter we find out their flight's been cancelled yeah um, and but they, in, in unison by the way they're both like the flight's been cancelled yeah. <laughs> yeah and they have to do they could they can't go to LaGuardia but the seats are not together. Mm-hmm. They and, have, and it is boarding right now. <laughs> boarding right now. <laughs> and one in first and one in coach. You'll pay, you'll pay the same price because you're just rebooking. Yeah, which also, why would it cost anything? The flight was canceled. Why would they have to buy new tickets? Exactly. The, I guess that's what... I guess they'll just transfer their ticket. I guess there's no upcharge is what oh. I took from that. Like It'll cost okay. the same. There's no... Because you're rebooking. Both okay. of things cost the same. So I, there's no... So, so there wouldn't be like an upcharge. Yeah, because that would make... If there it, would yeah. be an upcharge, it'd be like... Elaine would go, oh, well, you take it, Jerry. You make a lot more money than me. I can't afford that. So that's you true. take first class. So that's where, you know, they just had to throw that in, I guess. But Jerry does volunteer for first class. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, have you ever f- flown for first class? I have I'm not. I'm going to assume never. no. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. No, I didn't know... What was it called? The the curbside like bag. Oh, Skycaps. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know Skycaps was a thing. Of course, I've never flown first class. Uh, well, you never know if, if someone gets an upgrade or something. <laughs> you show up and you're like, oh yeah, you said first class or whatever. Um, but uh, Elaine, uh, Elaine has a line like she's like, if the plane crashes, everybody in first class is going to die anyway. Yeah, and Jerry's just, yeah, I'm sure you'll live. <laughs> but I agree with Jerry's reasoning because this is what I've heard. Once you fi- fly first class, it ruins you. For first class, you'll never want to go back to coach if, once you. If this is accurate, then yeah, I I can see that. I don't know if this is accurate. It seems like a bit of a character, like yeah, playing up. I, I've, the, yeah. I've only ever actually flown a, a few times. Like once, whenever I was a kid, we went to Disney. Yeah, uh, I was in high school and we went to a music festival. And a couple of years ago, Grace and I took a trip to Atlanta. Yeah, uh, I, I think and I'll I, coach. Yeah, yeah, That's I think still a lot of flights. I think I've flown maybe like not counting like each individual plane trip, but counting the whole trip as uh, in total, maybe like four times. Mm, yeah, 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 that's o- still a over, lot over twenty six years. Yeah. That's, is that a lot? I think that's a good amount. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's an average, may, yeah. maybe below average number. I've flown more just because, A, we were in the military. We moved around a that's, lot. My parents yeah. were on the West Coast. We lived on the East Coast. It's and true. so there was there was a lot of opportunity to, to do stuff like that. So it wasn't like we were going anywhere fantastic. We were mostly just moving or traveling for that reason. So, But, um, yeah, I feel like I've been on a lot of... Oh, and I lived very far from my parents when we lived in Mississippi and they lived in Virginia. That that's was a true. flight. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a 14-hour drive. <laughs> Or a flight, so yeah, we would do that. What what is what is your cutoff for driving or flying? Cause, it's a lot because for me, it's ten plus hours, 10 hours. as a flight. Yeah, I'll yeah. say because home from here right now is ten hours, and we drive. Yeah, mostly because we'd have to buy two extra tickets eventually. Yeah, but and like, this is if, like if, yeah. if I can get there in ten hours or under, yeah, I'll drive. Yep, I'm I'm gonna hate it. It's gonna suck. Yeah, but it's gonna be cheaper than flying. Yes, but if it's like oh yeah, twelve hours, I'm like oh. Yeah, I'll either just not go or or look at plane tickets. <laughs> Sarah just, my wife just went to Philadelphia, and there's no way to get there from Erie yeah, in time. Is. Well, if you want, like, there is a way to get there. How from much time Erie. did she have? Well, so it's a seven hour drive. Yeah, it's not bad. It's it's a very and you can easy get there drive. From Erie, but you'll have a ten hour layover somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was oh. like, "There's no way to get there. There's no direct flights." Yeah, it's, it's crazy how the Erie Airport in Pennsylvania yeah. doesn't fly to the Philadelphia Airport. 
in Pennsylvania. Not direct. No. So she I, had to drive. I, what, a layover in probably Detroit? Or, yeah. Or, or I think you Chicago? have to fly the opposite direction yeah. and then go Actually, to Philadelphia. Yeah. I, think, I think the Erie Airport only flies to Chicago and Charlotte right now. Yeah. So you either have to go yeah. like, to Midway. I think they still do go to Detroit. Do they still yeah, go to Detroit? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you've either got to fly to Midway yep. or fly all the way down to Charlotte just to get to Philly. And so the flights from Erie were $1,000 in 14 hours. So she's like, well, I might as well drive two hours to Pittsburgh and take a two and a half hour flight because oh other people she worked God. with were flying. But get this. So uh, on the way home, she got to the airport at for uh, not even got to the airport, but her flight was supposed to leave at 715. It didn't okay. end up leaving until after nine. And she got in at two. And I'm like, if you had driven, what time did she have to be there by? Do you know? They got there really early. Okay. Like they got there around four or something crazy for, like, like a that. conference or something. For, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this was leaving Philadelphia. But if her flight, she w- from the time she got to the airport, she walked in the door at 2 a.m. I was like, seven and seven is 14. If you would have driven, you would have gotten here at the exact same time <laughs> as if you'd flown. And because then she, when she got in, she had to drive from Pittsburgh. So I'm like, yeah. it, it just makes no sense. Seven hours is nothing. Yeah, no. seven hours yeah. is nothing. But yeah, it's getting that's getting longer and longer. Flying become, is becoming so much more expensive. And they're making it so much less pleasant that... 10 hours now, it, that's going to get longer and longer for me where I'm like, that's a drive. That's yeah. a drive. Yeah, like before long, it's going to be like, okay, yeah, it's only 13 hours, yeah, I'll drive. no problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Only 15? I'll drive. Yeah. Oh, we're just going down to Orlando? I'll drive. Because flights are getting so much more expensive and they're making it worse. They're making yeah. it a more, less pleasant experience to fly. It should be the opposite happening, but it's not. So <laughs> something, yes. Yeah, so uh, unless the, you catch like a Southwest sale or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've not never a sponsor. Even, I've, never, I've never even been on one of those Spirit or Southwest or those like. Yeah. But that, again, those. Those are like, we only fly Southwest. Those, yeah. by the way, you get what you pay for because they're not enjoyable. To, it's all right. They're like your cattle, you yeah. know? Like everybody it's on, not bad, you know? Actually. Really? Yeah. 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 I, I don't mind Southwest. Maybe Spirit is the one that people I th- are I like. That's the. Spirit yeah. and United, I'm pretty oh, sure, are like. God, the, United is yeah, the worst. Spirit and United are like the airlines that get the most vitriol. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, United is the worst. I think we can say. Uh, not a sponsor. But yeah, like we, we were flying <laughs> into Atlanta yeah. and. The Atlanta airport is the hub for Southwest. So, huh. like, y- y- you're coming up, like, the uh, the terminal, like, for baggage claim. It has one side, Southwest. Other side of the airport, Everybody every other that. airline. Because well, Southwest, is, have a big... Southwest just has that many flights coming in. Anyway, where were we? Where were we? Um, uh, all right, so Jerry volunteers for first class. Yeah. And, he, you know, and... and He's like, it'll ruin you. I can't go back to first class. I can't go back to coach, I mean, because right. I've been in first class yeah. before. So They're getting on the plane, yeah. and the steward is clearly treating them differently. <laughs> like, Elaine goes first, and he's like, oh, third, third ro- row. Thir- third row in the middle. <laughs> or, or third row on the right yeah. is what he says. He gets to Jerry, and he's like... Oh, oh, you're in here, sir. Welcome aboard. <laughs> yeah. Like a weenie. <laughs> and the curtains close right in Elaine's face. She's trying to like just poke in and get a look at what's up there, and they just close right in her face. Yeah. Uh, Elaine's seatmate comes in, and he's this a guy uh, in a huge overcoat. He's got like three bags. Says, I never checked my bags. He's got, he's got four bag. bags. Four bags. He okay. puts two in the overhead, and he's holding two. Like big yeah. bags, too. Like, he's definitely he says, not carry-on size. I never check my bags. I hate waiting at the baggage carousel. Oh, um, and Which is funny because there's so much that like you can't do anymore just in this episode. And it wasn't even like, I, I won't even <laughs> say it wasn't even 9-11. It was like the airlines started saying, all right. They started like... No, have like, to. They they got smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you have to check a bag if it's this big, if it doesn't fit under the seat or in the th- thing. Because this guy, he would have had to check all of these bags. He's gonna ride with one on his lap the entire time. Like no, there's one, there's two in the overhead. You're right, two in the overhead, one under the chair, and one on his lap the whole time. Yeah. That used to be totally legal to do. God. Yeah, and now it's it's not. Uh, you get one carry on and then one personal item like a purse or a backpack or something like that. Yeah. Um. So I load. I've gotten very good at loading those up. So no, you don't have check a bag yeah guess what if you want to check a bag it's 25 bucks a leg really or whatever sometimes yeah oh, depending you, on where you're flying you, you know united what, you know what's smart is uh I, i've learned that you can have your your check bag your carry-on a personal item and if you buy something at the shop plastic bag oh nice yeah because yeah, yeah. i because i got like popeyes whenever we were leaving atlanta and yeah. i was the guy who had fried chicken on oh, an airplane man. i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry plane mates but i was hungry yeah, okay yeah. 
I'm always simulta- simultaneously <laughs> hate-filled and envious of the people who have fast food on the airplane. I'm like, oh man, I hate you I so hate much. You, but I want. I'm I wish smell I was this for you. the next couple hours. I guess envy is probably what I what yeah. the emotion is. I'm envious <laughs> of them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I I had my check bag like underneath the plane. I had my carry on. I had my backpack and I had my bag of Popeyes. Uh-huh. Yeah. With Southwest, you do get a free check bag, don't you? I think so. I yeah. think you do. Yeah, other other airlines they've started yeah. charging like yeah, thirty five dollars. Like, bags, bags fly free. Yeah, 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 yeah. But other airlines, United not a sponsor, probably, by the way. Uh, yeah, they. Um, <laughs> we are really talking up Southwest. They airlines. charge you. Yeah, I know. I guess I should check them out one time uh, someday. And <laughs> no, don't because they are not a sponsor. They're not a sponsor, and I never will. You don't get a free ticket if you go to southwest.com slash no hugging. <laughs> so Elaine's seatmate is this. Smelly guy, I guess. Uh, <laughs> this guy who never checks his bags, uh, and he's on the aisle. And Jerry, meanwhile, yeah. is sit- well. In yeah. addition, Elaine's getting her seat kicked forward, like by this woman behind her. You, oh, I didn't even notice yeah, that part. You just yeah. see her like fly forward. Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, Jerry, we find out, is going to be sitting next to a gorgeous woman yes. uh, for the flight. Kramer, meanwhile, and, and, is and there's no nonsense. It's just like well, yeah, yeah, just like oh, thank you. He just whispers like he's like thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kramer is driving George to the airport, and Kramer laughs at the fact, why do you think you could touch that awning? <laughs> uh, but George has it perfectly timed out. We're going to be driving in. I've got it. We're going to be pulling up 17 minutes after their flight lands. That means they'll be walking out right as we pull yeah, up. He gets joy out of a perfect pickup. Yeah. Which, did you catch George's line about the awning? He, he stutters. He's like, I... Confused it with another awning. <laughs> Just trying to find awning. like any explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I kind of maybe there was an awning because George, you know, he's got to be sure of himself to go into a bet like that. Why did he think he could touch the awning? So I kind of believe him that he was like, you think so? Where was that you think awning? he's just trying to cover himself? I don't know. Maybe he's trying to cover himself. But uh, so Kramer starts taking the Long Island Expressway, and George is like, "What are you doing? Get on the Van Wick. I had it all timed down. Now all the timing's off. There's going to yeah. be the Long Island Expressway." Uh, but here's what I wanted to look up from a previous episode: the Van Wick has already been mentioned when Elaine had to drop off that boyfriend who came into town. Oh my god! And she had the yeah. perfect route timed out. It involved the Van Wick Expressway. That's season two, episode twelve. Conspiracy: Seinfeld writers are getting money from the Van from Wick. the Van Wick for yeah. people to take that. Maybe it was a toll road from from, and, from and, New York yeah. from New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, New York, <laughs> New York Department of Transportation. Uh, and so, uh, but Kramer's like, no, well, don't worry, we get there in plenty of time. Again, uh, I want to check out the duty-free shop. And they have a very Seinfeldian conversation yeah, what, about duty. What is duty-free? Duty is just, is I, guess, like I guess, for lack of, uh, I guess it's like kind of the tariffs that are put on goods. And so I think that uh, okay, or, or just but there's like the, still sales tax for like the state, but in, not right? in a airport because oh, an airport's okay. like international oh. soil or whatever. But and it's so when still you buy marked something, up beyond belief. Yeah, in some <laughs> cases, I think it is. I mean, like, so when you go to Canada, like, there's a duty free shop right there, and mainly perfume and liquor is what people like to buy at those places. Okay, you uh, can't, because you can't you can't ship them. Yeah, and because yeah. Um, well, you can't pack them, I and guess. because the duty on those two things is really jacked up. Like oh. alcohol has like huge taxes on it. You okay. know, so uh, but uh, I kind of agree with George. It's like negligible. You know, I mean, you know, but to go to some duty free shops, you have to show like, hey, I have an international ticket here. You have to show it before you go in, hmm. or if you go in and buy it there, they'll put the duty on. Oh god! Now we're having the Seinfeld, ah. Seinfeldian conversation. They'll put like, the duty on. How many? Uh, like they said it in that way. Like you know what duty is? Yeah, I mean, they had a very conversation where they say duty as many times as they can in thirty yeah. seconds, and then they just start singing. I like the shop, but yeah. the duty free shop. <laughs> I like the shop, but oh, I, like I like to stop, stop at like the duty free shop. shop. At the duty free shop. <laughs> I like to stop at the duty free shop. Uh, back on the plane, uh, Jerry is hearing a an anecdote from the gorgeous woman that ends like this. We just come in on the last line, so he says, "Squeeze your breasts together." And I say, isn't this a shoe ad or something like that? Uh, and so Jerry's like, yeah, obviously enamored. Um, and she's like, oh, is that the new Esquire? Turn to page 132 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was an ad where she's like coming out of the shower. Uh, barely dri- covered. Barely yeah. covered. He's like, oh, thank God they put that towel over you. And washcloth, I think he washcloth, said. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny. He's like, what is this an ad for? And she's yeah. like, you see that wrinkled pair of jeans all the way back in the corner out of focus? Yeah. And he's like, Oh. <laughs> uh, then we cut to the Long Island Expressway, and there's traffic, even though Kramer said there wasn't going to be traffic oh. this time of day. Elaine, meanwhile, is in the middle seat, and she has to pee, and she's wondering, I hate, this is why I hate the, the I, I always the middle get seat? an aisle seat. Yeah. I hate the the middle or the window, because I'm like, what if I have to go to the bathroom? True. I'm going to have to make somebody get up, but I never do. I can't think of the last time I actually went to the bathroom <laughs> on a plane, but I always like sitting on the aisle just because I don't want to make somebody move if I have to go. And I don't mind 
Yeah, I wouldn't mind if someone made me get up. See, this is why I think the aisle seat is overrated. Yeah. I have long legs, and I like to stretch my legs yeah. out, but there's so many people walking back exactly. and forth that I constantly have you to move my it. I have to move my yeah. legs back in so many times, it makes it not worth it for me. I'd rather sit at the window. Yeah. I don't want to sit in the middle. I, I never want to sit no in the middle, but the I'd middle. rather sit in the window. Yeah. People always say and that just, too. Just They're do like, my oh, pee in beforehand. You like the aisle because you're tall. I'm like, I never Not understood really. why tall I, people like the aisle. I don't like the aisle. Yeah. I constantly have to move for yeah. other people who the want to walk in the aisle. The always coming. Yeah, yeah that yeah. cart takes up every available inch yeah, of I, that aisle. When people, I, I, you just explain. I never understood. I never understood, and I didn't want to ask like. Why do tall people like the aisle? Why do they think tall people like the aisle? Because yeah, I never it sucks. because that always ha- it sucks. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't give you any more leg room. The exit row now, that's a different story. Yeah. 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 Or if you're like in the very front or Oh, you mean or, economy plus or whatever yeah, those seats yeah. where they're like or, we give you half an inch more leg room and charge you twenty five dollars <laughs> yeah. a leg or, for it. Or or the very back where the seats are back towards like the end of the cabin. Yeah. But they didn't want to like put them in the same like spacing with the other rows, so there is like an extra like inch or two. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, those yeah, are yeah. nice. Um and but so we get Elaine's inner monologue, which we haven't heard, I don't think, since the subway episode where she was like, you oh, know, that's right, yeah. also whenever she's like, she's claustrophobic. I think we can say that Elaine is a, or she's un- just easily yeah, angered. Extreme, yeah, yeah. But it's I think she's got extreme claustrophobia because we see that. she always yells about stuff like that. Uh, Kramer and George arrive at the airport and George is running like a girl and Kramer is echoing you gotta run like a man get those (laughs) knees up and George is taking the small little dumb steps they arrive at the gate and they notice it's been they see it's been cancelled George thinks they've missed him but Kramer sees on the screen that it's been cancelled but then he also notices a guy that was also looking at the screens and and can't place his finger on where he knows that guy from Uh, meanwhile George runs to the newsstand to buy a Time magazine because he hears there's a blurb about Jerry. There's a blurb about Jerry where he may have mentioned George. Yes. And already, like, a blurb of Jerry is maybe going to be, what, a couple sentences? It's probably like, NBC has greenlit a pilot from Jerry Seinfeld, and that's it. That's probably yeah, like in the, it, in the yes. margin, yeah, yeah. yeah well, it would be like, NBC has greenlit a pilot from comedian Jerry Seinfeld. In response, Seinfeld said, yeah, and like, yeah. one quoted sentence, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't wait to start. We got a great idea or something like that. Um, <laughs> we, yeah, it's probably, we got, we got a great we idea. We got a great idea, yeah. <laughs> um, but so uh, this is where George runs into a convict that's traveling with two law enforcement chaperones, and he wants to buy the same Time magazine, but George has yeah, grabbed it you, first. You just hear him like, I got to get my copy of Time magazine. I can't <laughs> yeah, fly yeah. without my copy of Time magazine. Almost like it's just a, a compulsion. Yeah. And uh, the cops are like, all right, get your copy of Time magazine. <laughs> right as he's reaching for it, like you said, George grabs it before him, and he's like, there's a blurb about me in here. And he's like, oh, there's a blurb about you. Look at the cover. Yeah. This was incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, This I was incredible. This. <laughs> It's the picture of the convict that says caught. Yeah, and, and, like really yeah. like awful text. It's like like yeah. Times New Roman text, like just caught exclamation point. And it's just a photo that they took like right there, yeah, yeah. Put, like pasted like on the, the magazine. Yeah. Yes, it looks exactly like when he looks up. It's the same yeah. background. It's almost a gag from uh, Airplane, the great Zucker Abrams Zucker movie. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Airplane? I never oh, have. It's absolutely no. hilarious. Yeah, it seems like it'd be a gag from that. But I like he's like blurb. You're a blurb. Check out the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he said, you're a blurb, you idiot, or something like that. Check out the cover. Uh, and <laughs> and w- what is George doing here? When he comes back at the convict, he's doing, yeah. like, some I know. Like, bit. Because he's like... Did if, you get if, it? If the convict goes, if I... W- oh, you don't if I, you know what I'd do to you if I wasn't in these shackles? And George says, but you are, Blanche. You are in those shackles. Yeah. Because George is like... Uh, okay. He's like the internet tough guy who, like, behind a keyboard can say... <laughs> what he, once he sees the guy, is all shackled up. And he's, he's being like, pulled back by the police. Yeah, he can yeah. say whatever he wants. George can be like... Super tough now. So he's gloating like, can't wait to read my Time magazine, you know, <laughs> and stuff like that. But I don't know what the but you are Blanche is. No but idea. you are Blanche. If you yeah. do, please email us. It's definitely homework for next week. Yeah. Definitely homework Links for next week. Links are in the description. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... Meanwhile, back to Elaine. She is her inner monologue is now screaming at, at the guy, trying to get him to wake up so she can go uh, and pee. She's worried about kidney damage at this point. Her kidney's <laughs> bursting. Yeah, um, but and she's she, like, "All right, well, I." She wakes him up, mm-hmm. and then she she, she, she just tumbles yeah. over him. Yeah. And this was my favorite part of the entire episode. I rewound it so many times, not because I missed it, but because it was so funny. So she trips over the guy and, r- and runs into the guy in the seat next to her and like c- tumbles across into the him aisle, across yeah. the aisle. And the guy goes, you know, <sighs> you know, and like tongue clicks and sighs. And then she mocks his tongue click right back at him. 
<laughs> and I was like, that's the funniest. I, uh, you know, it was probably improv by Julia Louis Dreyfus, too. Oh, probably. And, like, yeah, you can't write something like yeah, that, can you? Like, mock How? his tongue click back to him. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it was probably maybe even the the extra who also was improv. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, and, and, she, and she clicks back at him, and I'm like, and, like, does, like, kind of a. <laughs> Come like when you lunge at somebody like, when come it's like at come me. at me, bro. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. throw hands. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, you, yeah. It, it, like she does that, and it was the funniest. It was the biggest laugh for me this whole episode. I loved her mocking tongue click back in the face <laughs> of the guy who did it to her. Meanwhile, uh, Jerry and his gorgeous seatmate are all being offered a hot towel, which I know is a first class well, thing. Slippers, not a, not a hot towel. Oh, I have a, no. I did think they the get hot a hot towel, towel first. Yeah, oh, they okay. get a hot towel first, okay. well, and they, then they do get slippers. Then yeah, slippers and wine. Yeah, uh, and this is where he is. This the Cinderella line? Yeah, Jerry yeah, yeah. offers to put her slippers on, and May he's like, I? he's like, "Yo, it's a perfect fit. You must be Cinderella." <laughs> this is just. It, 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 I know, like this is the ideal scenario yeah, yeah. compared to what Elaine is going through, but this is just very. It's kind of cringy. It's over the top cheesy. It's I think over because, the top cheesy. Like, yeah, they're so. <laughs> they're like enjoying. The, this is what people like us imagine people do in that's true. expensive restaurants that's or first true. class. So they wrote it like that, which I think was very talented because it works for Jerry to look at himself through that lens. Like this is how people are going to love this because the yokels watching this show in Erie, Pennsylvania yeah. are going to be, that is how rich people act in, in restaurants and <laughs> first class. And like, oh, that, is, that is how them yeah, rich people act. That is how them elites. I knew it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like what do you know it's a perfect fit <laughs> you know it's like hot towel sir thank you the, the, yeah the, the very toothy laugh like yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah uh so now back in the car george isn't mentioned in jerry's blurb oh yeah is what george I, is not what I mentioned in the blurb yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, he's like this, this doesn't mention me at all yeah where, where like we just imagined it's probably just says we have a great <laughs> idea we're really excited and jerry might have said hey time magazine called me i said i'm writing the pilot with george costanza yeah. or what i've seen before like george or jerry could have mentioned george but time magazine doesn't know who george costanza is they're gonna edit that out so george jerry might have said oh i mentioned hey i'm writing the pilot with george costanza so they might put it in there yeah Yeah. so they probably wrote jerry seinfeld is writing a pilot (laughs) yeah they don't know who george costanza is they wouldn't have like yeah why would they include his name (laughs) it it means nothing to them kramer remembers meanwhile who that guy is that he saw it's gross bard His former roommate from 20 years ago who owes him 240 bucks. Yeah, because he one time couldn't cover the rent, and so Kramer loaned it to him, and then Grossbard disappeared. John Grossbard, we find out, uh, when Kramer lived at 3rd Avenue and 18th Street. And Kramer wants to go back, and George is like, we can't go back now. It, we're, we're, we're in the middle of a pickup, the pickup you always go forward. We're heading to LaGuardia where Jerry's That's landing. right. George has to like explain to him like, yeah. the social cue. Yeah, and he even says, like, you cannot abandon people in the middle of an airport pickup. It's a binding social contract yeah because we we've talked about before kramer doesn't pick up on social cues sometimes but if this the main reason george cares so much is because if he doesn't pick jerry up it'll cost him 50 that's bucks. true so that's the only reason it's not about jerry it's not about being a good friend it's not about being it's about a good not person paying jerry 50 it's about 50 dollars yeah george's 50 dollars is more important to him if it was like kramer and george driving to the airport whatever driving somewhere you'd be like fine let's go back i don't care i'm just along for the ride but no this is about fifty dollars so um elaine is waiting to go to the bathroom and rick rubin comes out this has got to be um not tom sharonis but the other guy that always pops up who looks like rick rubin right yeah Um, this was the guy from the parking garage yeah exactly and it is you remember his name it's the other guy from anyway. We'll remember it. I, I'm, I'm getting all loopy and dizzy again because I haven't eaten since we had donuts around oh 9 a.m. I, I thought the donuts would sustain me, but no, they haven't. No donuts provide they, empty they, calories. Ex- empty calories. Yeah, they're, they're delicious, but there's no yeah nourishment. Yeah, there. no nutritional benefit. Yeah, but so and Rick Rubin has dropped a bomb in the in the airplane bathroom. Yeah, and Elaine's got to hold her breath just to go in. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jerry comes back from the bathroom and we, he notices. We, yeah, we learned the woman's name is Tia. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, she's coming back and he's like, "Ah, oh, Tia." Oh. Yeah. Weren't yeah the flowers Something. in the bathroom? Aren't they amazing? And uh, it's like an English garden in there. <laughs> and I, he was like the the um. A flight attendant comes by and goes, most of them are gardenias, and I didn't like Jerry's pronunciation here. I thought I smelled lilac. Yeah. What? It's lilac. <laughs> right, lilac. 
Right? Maybe maybe it's just coming back to like that caricature yeah, of, yeah. Lilac. of fancy people. Oh, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I smelled lilac. There is some lilac. <laughs> and I think the flight attendant may even say it correctly, lilac. Uh, Who but knows? Now we find out the plane has to be rerouted back to JFK because yes. of problems at LaGuardia. Because, yeah, there's like a problem with the tower or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Kramer is waiting. Now we cut back to the car. And Kramer's parked. Parked. <laughs> car off. Right next to the terminal. Do you know how fast you'd have the SWAT team on you if you did that at LaGuardia today? But that used to be, you used to be able to wait right next to the airport terminal. I remember getting off airplanes, going to visit friends and stuff like that, and you'd get off the plane and they'd be waiting right there. The, you wouldn't have to park, you wouldn't have to wait in a cell phone lot. That's what they have now, yeah. you know, the cell phone lot where you can text, hey, I'm here, pull around. You used to be able to park right next to LAX or wherever you were going yeah. and, and wait right there. But So that's an, an interesting change that I've noticed. But George goes and he's like, well, now the plane's been reared out of back to Kennedy. And Kramer's psyched. Yeah, they're going back to Kennedy because that's yeah. where Grossbart is. Yeah, it, but uh, it's going to be there in forty-five minutes, and Kramer's got the line. He's uh, listen to the bell, G- uh, Grossbart. <laughs> it tolls for thee. Yeah, which I thought was incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's a good line. I don't know who was the first to say that line, but it's a reference to something I don't from know. Yeah, who knows for for whom the bell tolls? It tolls. For, don't ask for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee is the line, but I don't know. It's from like an Edgar Allan Poe story or something. I'm sure. Maybe we should do homework on that. Sure. Um, why not? So we cut back to the airplane, and. I looked it up initially that a flight from Lambert Field to JFK or LaGuardia is going to be a two and a half hour flight. Oh, you were able to find that? Yeah. Okay, because, oh wait, from JFK to LaGuardia? No, from Lambert to to LaGuardia or JFK, from Lambert to New York. Okay. It's going to be a two and a half hour flight and they're serving food. Yeah, I had this same gripe. Uh, because I, I, I wrote down, they're now serving a meal. Like, this isn't that long of a flight, and it's been going on for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's not I, the last time we'll see. They had time for that on this flight. Yeah. I, I Googled because uh, I, I was trying to find, like, how long this flight was. Yeah. Uh, I'll just get into it now. I had it, like, later on. But I, I just Googled, how long is a nonstop flight from JFK or from St. Louis to JFK? Yeah. And from St. Louis, Missouri, STL to, to New York, JFK. Four hours and 11 minutes with one stop. Okay. I, there are no direct flights. When I just Googled it, I Googled Lambert Field to New York, and um, it came up with two hour, two and a half hours. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. But even if there was a layover, we don't see that in exactly. the episode. Even, even if there was a layover and they didn't have to change planes, at most, if you're flying uh, via... What, like a, a stop in Decatur in Chicago? Interesting. Yeah, like if you're like laying over there, it's only going to be six hours and 40 minutes. I don't think that's long enough to require a meal. Yeah, especially because... Or, or a nap. We see later on. This is why I wrote it in later exactly. on. That's Everyone why, in first that's class I is sleeping. Up. I was like, oh, right. They actually turned the lights off. And, yeah. And, and they turned the cabin lights off. I've only ever been on a flight where they turn the lights off if it's like... Uh, like early morning or after 10 p.m. <laughs> this is a uh, this is a direct flight. Um, just uh, man, why couldn't stop two and a half hours? Why couldn't I fl- find any direct flights? Google maybe, just doesn't like me, I guess. Yeah, maybe you have a filter that just takes everything <laughs> united out because this is a united <laughs> flight. Um, but yeah, a two and a half hour flight, nonstop. Um, it's actually relatively inexpensive too. Two hundred twenty seven bucks. And still rather drive. Louis to New York City. And still rather drive. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I'm like, all right, no one, but I'm like, is this just something I don't remember from the 90s where they used to be a lot more liberal with meals, too? Yeah. But I remember the only time we ever got meals was when we were flying from the East Coast to L.A. That second leg would be long enough that you'd get a where meal Where would you lay it. over? Dallas, I think. Yeah, oh, Dallas, God. Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah. So Dallas to LA, you get a meal there. <laughs> top, um, top right of the country to the bottom of the country yeah, to, to, bottom, to back to, to the to LA. the west west yeah, coast, to yeah. middle middle west coast. Yeah. Ugh. So um, that's where you get a meal sometimes, but the meals are almost non-existent on flights now. Like you'll pay eight bucks for a little box of yeah. it's got like three grapes and yeah, some they, hummus. Do they give anything complimentary? Like for a on meal, international for flights, a meal. on international flights, oh, I really? think that's it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Maybe. 
And again, we're just talking coach right now, but maybe if you're going, there's got to be a nonstop from LA to New York. I bet there's probably a, a meal on that. I could see the, but, uh, yeah. you know, for, for everybody, but I mean, like, definitely not like a definitely St. Not Louis a dinner to JFK. Flight on a two and a half hour dinner, full or St. dinner. St. Louis to LaGuardia. Yeah. Rather. Full dinner on a two and a half hour flight. No. I can't even think back in the heyday of the 90s what happened. They've got wine, they've got uh, charcuterie. Yeah. I believe Jerry she says. is ordering some sort of off some gourmet. He has options from a gourmet yes. menu. Oh, and we're featuring wine from Tuscan. Tuscany, and they say Tuscany, Tuscany, and they clink glasses, which again is just falls in line with that that cringy rich people. And Elaine, while I was coming yeah, back, back in the in bathroom, coach. and the cart, the guy won't move the cart. <laughs> He's serving all the stuff, and they hate when you get up during this cart. I mean, they still do to this oh. day. That still happens. Um, and the, he won't move the cart, and so she's like, "My seat's right there. You can just back it up." And He's like, "You're not supposed yeah. to get up during the food service." <laughs> yeah. It wasn't during the food service when she got up. Exactly. Though. Yeah. Um, but now we're at JFK, and Kramer and Jer- uh, Kramer and George have parked now, and they're back in the terminal at JFK. So for some reason, they were going to wait at LaGuardia, I guess because they thought maybe they weren't going to make it in time or whatever. But now they've parked and, and went into JFK, and it looks like they can go right up to the gate, which is yeah. another thing you used to be able to do. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Kramer wants to buy a ticket to get onto Grossbart's flight. Because it leaves in 10 minutes. Yeah, to confront him about uh, the $240. And G- he's going to use George's credit card. <laughs> and George is like, uh, yeah, I get miles. Use this one. I get miles on it. You're going to refund the ticket later. I'll yeah. refund the ticket afterwards. Um, George tells him, get two get tickets. Get two tickets. So he can get double the bonus miles. Yeah. Which wouldn't... <sighs> and maybe, I'm like, wouldn't... The, wouldn't they take the miles back once they realize you refunded the tickets? I, I feel like they would. Yeah, and, and I'm like, <laughs> well, maybe this is like an internet age thing where, you know, before, like, by the time that the refund made it back to the company... He could the, use the miles, they, maybe? Either they'd give you the miles or they just wouldn't take them away or they wouldn't notice the credit or something like that. They wouldn't connect it. I'm like, surely they would... Because maybe this was back in the day of... Even airlines at an airport didn't have a network connection. Maybe they even still took a chunk chunk. Um, have you ever seen that <laughs> the thing, credit, the credit card, card yeah, machine? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They took an imprint of it. So maybe the time was so long in between that he would be able to get the miles and, and maybe even use them. But yeah. I'm like, I don't think this scam would work out. I don't think this scam would work. I think the refunds would negate no. the miles, but maybe not. <laughs> um, Elaine, now the, the meal service she, is over. Elaine. She finally gets back to her seat. Yeah. No meal. No meal. Uh, the only meal left is kosher. Yeah. Uh, well, the, guy, the seatmate's like, you didn't come back. I thought you switched seats. And he's like, you're not <laughs> even supposed to get up during the meal service, she's told once again. Um, and Which she didn't. Yeah. And so she, she, I like she calls the attendant over and goes, I didn't get a meal. And he goes, are you sure? Yeah. What the, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> like, I, I think well, I'd know just, if there was a tray of food in front of me. That just falls in line with flight attendants. More they or less, hate people. They hate people, and especially people in coach. We found true, out. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just more of a disparity between the coach, flight attendant, and the the um, flight attendant in first class. I think I would remember a meal. Well, the only thing left is a kosher meal, and from the crowd, we hear. I ordered a kosher meal. Which was this, Larry Liz David's Larry voice? Larry David, a million okay. percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And she's like, well, why didn't you eat it? I ordered it six weeks ago, and I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I ordered it. Which is totally what would happen. Yeah. Like, if I ordered something special when I booked a plane ticket, there's no way I'd remember when I'm on the flight. Like, oh, yeah, crap, I ordered that. Oh. Dang it. And, um, he, and he already ate his, his regular ate meal. Yeah. meal. Yeah. So the guy's like, huh, I got to go collect earplugs. Do you want the meal or not? Yeah. Which collect an- earplugs. Another sign that this flight is almost over. Yeah, it is yeah. a short flight. Exactly. And they gave everyone a meal. Yeah, they gave everyone a meal. And why is he collecting the earplugs? If you give someone earplugs, those get thrown out. Probably, that's probably like, to throw them away. Uh, maybe, maybe that's just another oh, yeah, courtesy. Yeah. I guess so. Maybe he'll go around with the bag because that's what they do. Like, oh, if you have any trash, put it in the yeah. bag. If you have a cup, because that's all they do now is, is soda service or drink service. They'll mm-hmm. do drink service on. If you have like a 45 minute flight, they'll still give you a drink in the yeah. middle for some reason. I'm yeah. like, that's awesome. And a awesome. bag of peanuts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or a Biscoff cookie. I love yeah. the Biscoff cookies. Um, <laughs> but I'm thinking, like, did he mean ear? And maybe this wasn't a term that existed in the 90s, but earbuds? Because it used to be you could buy. Or mm, rent, rather. Maybe. You could pay three bucks and get earbuds so you could listen to the little radio station that they think, had I don't in think the this airplane. was a thing. I don't think that was a thing on the plane. What well, was not a thing? Like earbuds on oh, the radio pl- station in the 90s? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Definitely, yeah, okay. yeah. And, but the, it was funny because... It was just more of like a playlist of pre-selected songs, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But you could change the station, too. Oh, you, know, you could change okay. it around and listen to listen to different types of music. And But back in the day... 
it wasn't it, it was it wasn't a electrical cord it was just a hollow like stethoscope cord that you plugged into your ear and like literally what? you could blow air through it and it would blow into your ears i oh, used to God. love doing that as a kid like but also when you put it in your mouth and talk like you put the whole thing in your mouth and and i used to go Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the captain speaking. And it used to sound exactly like the overhead. <laughs> and I still remember my my mom cracking up when I was like, hey, put this on. Look what I just discovered. And I was like, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain. And she like cracked up. She thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing that I was, that I could do this because it sounded all muffled. And, and it, it, I loved like putting those in my ears. And literally, like it, it was just, I guess if you put your ear up to the holes in your seat rest, your armrest, you would hear the radio station because it wasn't anything more than like a tube, empty <laughs> tubes before they changed over to actual electric God. earbuds that we use today. But I'm like, were earbuds, was that a term that they used? I, I don't, don't think, think it so. was. So I, I just didn't know what he meant by I got to collect did, earplugs. Did Apple invent the term earbuds? Possibly. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Either that or Samsung did it and then Apple stole it like they do with, <laughs> with everything else. They're kind of like, oh, these are sticking around. Let's call them earbuds. Um, <laughs> Jerry, meanwhile, is e- eating a gigantic ice cream sundae in yes. first class. Oh, my God. Uh, and Elaine is staring at some piece of pale white meat. Yeah. Indiscernible, like, from any pale white meat that you might see. <laughs> you can't tell. I'm guessing chicken, but you're like, who knows what it is. Um, <laughs> you caught, like, Jerry and Tia's back and forth with the sun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he says something like, oh, they got the fudge on the bottom. It allows you to control the distribution of the fudge. Yeah. And Tia's just like, I've never met a man who knew so much about nothing. And she's impressed with that fact. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then the stewardess comes by, more this, more that. He's like, more everything! <laughs> Again, another great rich people line. Uh, Kramer... Uh, has he bought Super Saver tickets, uh, which George knows immediately. He suspects immediately and finds out immediately they're non-refundable. Uh, so, but Kramer says, "Oh, it's okay. I'll split the cost with you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, how much uh, in the hole is he going to be just to get two hundred and forty dollars from this guy <laughs> that he thinks is his roommate? Well, and George decides when they get on the plane, it's the perfect time to use the bathroom. Yeah. Nothing is uh, less pleasant than using an airplane bathroom, by the way. They're they're tiny. They're like five by five, you know. It's like a torture chamber in there. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't even say five by five. Right? Yeah. Like, what 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 mansion airplane bathroom are you <laughs> yeah, using? Exactly. It's maybe like two by two. Two by two is probably exactly right, yeah. And Kramer finds Grossbard and does this, like, hair... Co- he pulls his collar together and pulls his hair yeah, back. Because I guess that's what he looked like 20 <laughs> years ago. Um, but, but I guess 20 years ago, he was a, a super millennial because I noticed they love... Putting their so their shirts the, the all the way up button. to the top button. Yeah. The top button I, is always buttoned. I, I do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I but, am so but, uncomfortable when I really? have the top button. Buttoned. But yeah, yeah, he's got his top button buttoned. He's got his yeah. hair slicked and back, and I guess that's huh? just what huh? he looked like yeah. uh, twenty years ago when he was uh, what. 19? Yeah, I'm guessing. probably something like yeah. that. Yeah, he's like, I, hey, I feel hey. like Kramer's older than all of them. And he doesn't even say gross bard or anything like that. He's like, hey, look at this. Look, eh, eh, remember? Eh, look familiar? <laughs> recognize me? And the guy is clueless. He's like, I'm yeah, sorry. He doesn't I, recognize him. Yeah. <laughs> but Kramer just jumps right to. Give me your money. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I, I, he mentions the apartment. He mentions yeah, like, the yeah. street, but he doesn't call him out by name or yeah, anything. He's, I think he says like 18th Street or something like that. Remember 18th Street? And he's, <laughs> he's like, well, you know what? Just give me your money. Uh, and he, so he jumps over like two people that are sitting because uh, Grossbard's on the aisle seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no, he, he's in the window. Oh, the window. Seat. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, Grossbard's on the window, so Kramer has to jump over the aisle seat. Uh, meanwhile, George waiting for the bathroom. It's occupied, and when it opens up, it's the convict oh, who wanted Time Lord. Magazine. He pulls George into the lavatory, <laughs> and um, he, I, I really liked how this was shot. Like it just like pans down, and you see the sign flip from open yeah. to occupied. Yeah, yeah. It was it was great. And the the convicts um, chaperones are trying to get into the door. Meanwhile. <laughs> as Kramer is being dragged off the plane by authorities yeah, <laughs> uh, for assaulting a man and trying to take his money. Uh, Elaine, I love this part, Elaine sneaks into first class very quietly. All the lights are off. Yeah, Everyone's na- still yeah, napping. Ev- Everyone's every- napping. Everybody's sleeping. Yeah. And th- this is where, in the show, I was wondering, like, how long All right, is when this When are we going to land? Yeah. yeah. So, I, so I pulled up my search results for, like, how long is a flight yeah. from St. Louis to JFK? But this plane has already, it's been rerouted once. So maybe they were headed to JFK, they were circling. Or headed to Maybe they went uh, headed to J. 
headed to JFK first. No, no, this is a flight. Oh, you're right. This All, is a flight yeah, that was you're right. St. Was Louis going to, LaGuardia. to LaGuardia. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. And so maybe they had to like go to LaGuardia and circle some, and then they're like, we can't land you here. You're going to have to go. I mean, it's the same city. It's not yeah. like it, it's, it's not, yeah, it's not it's like a it's a whole different away. trajectory. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it's maybe a few minutes in the sky. Yeah, you're probably right about that. So I don't know why they were napping, but this is <laughs> where I was like, you got time for a but, nap? But yeah, the lights are off. Everybody's got a blanket and pillow. Yeah. And here's my question. Elaine finds an empty seat and sneaks into it. Why is that seat open? Yeah. The, the person at the ticket counter said there's one seat in coach and one seat in first class. But the thing there is... There were two seats in first class. But the thing is, the seat could have been purchased. It yeah. was probably like someone's ticket already. Yeah. They're not going to double sell a seat. Oh, you it, don't know airlines, by the way. Well, they do overbook. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but they're not... Uh, if someone... I mean... If the person hasn't checked in yet and the plane's getting ready to leave. Yeah, in 10 minutes? Yeah, that's true. I can't imagine. So that's a little plot hole that I noticed. I was like, there were two seats in first class, one seat in coach. They should have given them both first class tickets. So she goes right to sleep, just like, uh, just closes her eyes and leans against the, yeah. Um, Well, I don't know if she was asleep. I think she was pretending to be asleep when she (laughs) notices the stewardess. She knows it's a stewardess who's like, excuse me, ma'am, like nudging her. Yeah. But I love, so she doesn't notice Uh at first. And then she's, and then she wakes up and goes, "Oh, nothing for me, thank you. I'm, I'm fine." And then goes back to sleep. But the woman knows that she's from Coach, uh, and so they kick her out. But when Elaine stands up, I like what she says here. Oh, our goal should be a society without class. <laughs> and uh, the stewardess doesn't care. She kicks her back out. And Jerry is is rousted. Jerry and the model are rousted by the commotion. Like, oh, what's going on? And he's like, you know, there should really be a locking door between us and them. That, yeah. that's not that curtain's not secure enough. That's not security enough. There should be a locking door there. Yeah, and he and Tia are sharing a blanket, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, I noticed that. And she's got her head on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Elaine, when she goes back, her seatmate has fallen asleep, and now she doesn't care. She's like, <laughs> hey. Just like yelled <laughs> just, right in his just ear. Just screams in his face, yeah. yeah. To wake him up to get back to her seat. Um, Kramer, meanwhile, um, has give, gives the cops a slip and um, runs uh, Jerry, meanwhile. So that's on like a jetway or something. And Jerry looks out the window as they've landed and sees Kramer running on the tarmac. Uh, <laughs> just the, the Twilight Zone gag. Very much. I think yeah. it was a reference to that famous Twilight Zone episode. Because then Jerry goes... <laughs> No, no, couldn't, couldn't be. It be. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jerry is sitting at the where the baggage claim now. Jerry gets his bag, mm-hmm. and Elaine is standing there, no bag. Cut and to Honolulu, Honolulu International Airport, and it's just Elaine's bag spinning alone. <laughs> and Did they it have a lay, lay on, on it? it. They had a lay on it, yeah, <laughs> which was a great extra little gag. Um, and the paparazzi. Oh, Elaine says, "Oh, that was the worst flight I've ever been on." And Jerry, Jerry goes, just, "Me too." Yeah, me too. Meanwhile, Tia walks by, like surrounded by paparazzi. Yeah, snapping it, a million c- photos. C- comes up to Jerry, and she's like, "I'll call you." <laughs> and d- does Jerry kiss her hand? Does she kiss Jerry? Something hand? like that. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's some uh, exchange between extra them. little yeah, yeah. A, a pleasantry. Um, and at this point, Kramer flies down the baggage chute. Why? Is it just because, hey, this would be funny? <laughs> I think it may be the only way to how get would back he, in. How would he end up there? He was on the tarmac. Okay. So like, I think he wrote, you know, they, they load the bags from the tarmac into the baggage claim area, and then they go on the conveyor belt, <laughs> and then they go. So I think he probably got into a baggage return area and then found a baggage claim and just came down the slide but like there's people in the baggage return area did yeah. he just convince everybody hey l- l- let me go I think up he this. gave him the slip i think he snuck around <laughs> in this kramer way and came down but i love that nobody bats an eye that like this tracks for kramer yeah. like e- even goes, the cop in the background yeah even the cop, the cop in the background, does take notice he's like wait eh, yeah. whatever but jerry and elaine are like yeah, Kramer coming down yeah, the this baggage is chute. Yeah, this, this is, is normal. normal. And I like that Kramer also is like, are you guys ready? Like, he knew they were going to be right there. You guys ready? <laughs> um, and we don't know where George is. Yeah, where's they ask, George? like, where's George? Yeah. And he's like, uh. <laughs> and you just see George still on the plane screaming. Yeah. Just making out the words, Kramer! Yeah. Which has got to be a real pleasant flight to be on <laughs> if you got this guy screaming for hours and for the guy that's not on the plane. He's disheveled and bloody, it looks like. I thought I saw yeah. a streak of blood across his forehead. So, yeah, he got it, roughed it, up. It might have just been like a, a piece of hair. I yeah, know. yeah, it could have been. But he got roughed up by yeah. the convict. That's what we are, are led to believe. And then uh, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, after the silent Kramer. And we get another stand-up bit about... I love the little bathroom on the airplane. It's like a, your own small apartment. I will say it is yeah. a nice refuge on an airplane. When you go in there and you're like... <laughs> 
oh, I'm the only one in here. This is nice for just a second. <laughs> Even though it's a tiny little room that I can barely stand up in, it is a nice little bit of refuge from yeah. where I just was. And it's like a small apartment. The light goes in when you clo- goes on when you close the door. I do like, it's like, that. A, it's like a surprise party for you. Yeah, it's more like a refrigerator. Yeah, more like getting in a refrigerator. That's true. I thought it was fine there. And then he tells another joke that's not as good about being on flying standby. Yeah, this stand-up bit was all over the place. Yeah, he, he yeah. includes a bunch of like little tiny bits in into like 30 seconds. And he was like, you know where they call it standby? Because you're always standing there going, bye, oh, when yeah. people get on the plane. I'm like, oh boy, all right. Well, Whew. that's got to be the end. And then, no, there's one more thing. He was like, <laughs> one time I was on a flight, and it was a flight attendant. It's a long setup for Jerry, who's normally Mr. Yeah. Word Economy. And as long of a setup as it was, it wasn't a solid enough premise for me to... The, the premise is it's a flight attendant without a uniform. Yeah. Which I bet there's a lot more funny stuff about, but he's like, I, I like the premise that like that uniform means a lot. Because when someone tells you, hey, can you put your seat back up? And you're like, screw you. Yeah. That's kind of funny. But, but if they've got this uniform, yeah. then they are the authority. Yeah. And so I liked that, but then there just wasn't enough... There wasn't enough setup. For me, yeah, so I wasn't invested enough for when Jerry got to the punchline to go. Oh yeah, I guess I do the. So I'll, that's all I kind of did. Like yeah, that is kind of a funny. I wonder what would happen if we got a little bit more time to talk about this. Yeah. So the jokes <laughs> got worse as they went along, and, and should have just ended it with the with the first one. Yeah, the, the surprise. It's like a little yeah. surprise party. Ah, that's oh, funny. Ba, 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 yeah, ba, 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 exactly. Yeah. End of episode. But no, that that was it. So uh, all right, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, did we want to come up with a better description? Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, we had, on a flight, Jerry meets a beauty while Elaine sits next to a smelly guy. No. Um, it on never a comes flight. up. Never, not once does it come up that he is smelly. Yeah. I. How about something like uh, Jerry and Elaine have wildly different experiences on a flight? Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. It's simple. Yeah. We and, don't, yeah, because I don't even like no bringing smelly in, guy. Yeah, I, uh, it, yeah, I like that. Plus, you, you already know like what happens, like whenever they're in the plane, like oh, they're not going to sit together. Jerry has a good time. Elaine has a bad time. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's the whole like point of the episode. Yeah. Why spoil it? Right. Yeah, with the fact, I, I agree. So <laughs> Jerry and Elaine have wildly different experiences on a flight. We uh, that's all we need right there. There we go. Yeah. Uh, what was our homework? Did we have anything? Um, I wanted to look up uh, the reference to listen to the bell. Gross. Oh yeah. It tolls for thee. Bell toll. Yeah. And then I had one. I was oh, maybe that was it. maybe that was it. Oh, but you are Blanche. Oh, you that's are right. Forgetting yeah, about what, what the hell yeah. was that a reference to? I don't know. We'll all find right. out. Yeah, we'll find out next week. We've got season four, episode twelve, the pick. Original air date, December 16th, 1992, the final <gasps> episode before I am wow. born. Wow. The final episode. How exciting. I didn't think we'd get here this quickly. <laughs> I didn't think we'd get here. I know. I we're, we're under a year. I yeah. didn't think we'd get here under a year. That's amazing. Man. Uh, but uh, if you're looking at TV Guide, the night of December 16th, you're seeing Elaine sends out a revealing photo of herself in Christmas <gasps> oh, cards. this is hilarious. Is this a good one? And it has nothing to do with the pick. That's not what the pick refers to. Oh, so. see, I thought it was just like a typo because on Hulu, it's spelled the P-I-C-K. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, did they like... Did they originate the, the term the pick? pick? The yeah. P-I-C? Send a pick. Yeah, send yeah. a pick. <laughs> um, no, it's not. The, the K is supposed to be there. It's not an erroneous okay. K. <laughs> erroneous K is a cool band name. I like that. Erroneous K. Um, definitely a ska band. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. There's <laughs> totally. three trumpets and Erron- maybe a piano. <laughs> yeah. That's it, right? <laughs> That's it. All right. For No Hugging No Learning, I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hollowell. Be good. Be good.